Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges, and joining me today, we've got a very special guest. He is the D3 hero of American swimming. Uh, he came from Emory. He's now on the U.S. national team. He's He was uh, our top breaststroker in the 100 and 200, I'm pretty sure, uh, in 2019, uh, Andrew Wilson. We've got Andrew Wilson today. Andrew, how's it going, man? Uh, it's good, man. It's great to be here. start off uh just last weekend we had the u.s open eight or nine different sites you were racing in greensboro um tell me how that went for you yeah um you know i mean it was really 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 nice to race again um i really really missed racing over the summer um and i think like you know in a way having a meet made me miss it even more just because like it had been so long um and, and I've always been someone who trains to race. Like, I don't I, like, I, you know, I like training, but like, really, I like the meets and without them, I'm kind of like, all right, this is fun, but <laughs> let's get a race in. Um, so that was great. I mean, you know, I'm really grateful to USA Swimming for finding a way to, to put the meets on. Um, you know, it wasn't easy. Um, and at least, you know, I can't speak to the other sites, but Greensboro did a really good job in terms of like making me feel safe, even though I was around, you know, more people than I've been around since Des Moines. Um, so that was good in terms of the meet itself. Um, definitely some, some ups and downs. I mean, I think, you know, overall I was fairly happy with performance, but just, I just felt like I left a lot of time in the pool. Um, I think like, going into the meet, I maybe underestimated how much going from March until November was going to affect my racing. Um, I think I thought that I was going to be able to like hop back into it, but, and I did to a certain degree, but there were just like, you know, I would finish my race and immediately know like four things that I did wrong, <laughs> which is like never a good feeling. And it's like, you know, that's, that's, that's really frustrating to me because like physically I felt like I was in a better place than what my times maybe represented, but you know, first meeting eight months, I can't really complain. Yeah. The, I, t take me through those races. You swam hundred tuner breast, you know, wh what, what did you end up going in those? And what do you think you left in the pool? What were those things that you could have bettered? Yeah. Um, so actually the first thing that I did was a hundred breasts on Friday morning. Um, you know, it was time finals, but I just entered the 2am and like ate a DQ and did like my like prelims hundred breasts. Uh, yeah. Which was kind of funny. Like I was, I, you know, I was sitting there like before the heat and I turned to the guys, I was like, Hey, just so you know, like don't freak out when I'm doing the wrong stroke in this. Um, but so that was like solid. I was, you know, I was 59, four in the morning. Um, and it, it honestly felt like it was going to be a second slower. Like when I was coming to the wall at the hundred, I was like, Oh, this is going to be like a double O mid. And usually I'm, fairly good at knowing kind of like not in the 200 but in the 100 i'm fairly good at like being able to guess like what i went based on on the swim and how it felt um but obviously like i was you know way off which i think is reflective of the fact that i hadn't raced in so long um but i felt like you know i felt like i didn't you know i, I tried to swim it like a morning swim um and so i kind of left you know a little bit of 
of tempo there for like the last 25. And that's, that's what I wanted to do at night to, you know, drop some time at night. Um, but I ended up going a little bit like a 10 slower at night, you know, at, at night I thought I swam my first 50, like exactly how I wanted to. Um, and then I just like, didn't trust my stroke enough on the third 25 and like kind of started to build the tempo too early on the second 50. And like, with like 15 meters less, I was just like, oh no, like this is not good. Um, <laughs> and so that's kind of like what I mean, where it's like, you know, I, I was just out of race practice. Um, like I, you know, race strategy was just off. And so it was like, I wasn't even done with the race. And I was like, I know that this is going to be slower than I want. And I know why it's going to be slower than I want. And I'm like, you know, taking my last three strokes being like, damn it, come on. <laughs> so yeah. So that just stuff like that. Um, but, you know, it, it was, like I said, it was just so nice to race and like, you know, get, try, you know, start to get that feeling back. Um, and, and I'm definitely happy with like some of the stuff, like I've looked at some of the race data, um, just like, you know, tempos, splits, things like that. And I was pretty happy with it. So, you know, they can't, they can't all be swims that you're stoked on, but, um, like I said, I just think that, it, it, you know, 59.5 isn't necessarily reflective of where I, where I am physically right now. Like I felt like I could have been like a good bit faster than that. Interesting. Um, I mean, yeah, like seeing from an outsider's perspective, you know, I saw that and I, I looked at all the results and, you know, it's like, whoa, that's like for not racing in eight months or however long, like that seems pretty good, but it's, in, it, you know, it's always good to get your perspective and for for you to say oh, i think i could have done a lot more but that's you know that's that is what it is and uh it's pretty interesting yeah i don't want to sound like ungrateful like i'm you know i'm happy to be 59 mid but um i don't know like <laughs> 59 mid has always been kind of like a sore spot for me because it was like i was stuck there for a while and so it's like now whenever i see like a 59.4 to a 59.6 i'm just like damn it get me out of this rut uh, <laughs> even though it's like, I've, you know, I've, I've been under 59 now. So it's like that monkey's off my back, but it, it still just brings up bad memories to see that again and again. Oh, absolutely. I think we all have, have those times or have those barriers that it's like, get me past this, uh, for sure. And so, so, so you, you get your first race under your belt in eight months. Let, let's, let's dive into those eight months. Um, what was your quarantine experience like, uh, I guess starting in March? Yeah. Um, so like, you know, right after and like the women's NCs got canceled, um, cause Georgia was supposed to host it. So like we were here and like the pool was all set up. There's like the NCAA lane lines and like flags are in and it was like looking like we were about to start, like they were about to start that meet. Um, and that was on like a Thursday, I think. And then, you know, Friday morning, like we came in and had practice, um, and we're kind of just like, Oh, that really sucks for them. But like naively thought <laughs> that like we were going to be fine. Um, and then like at like four 30 on Friday, like we got a text from the coaches that was like, go get your bags. Ramsey's closing in 30 minutes and we don't know when it's going to be open again. We were like, all right, like time to get our mesh bags. Um, and then for like two weeks, maybe, um, maybe three, we, we were going to a pool like, outside of Atlanta. So we were driving like an hour each way, um, for practice, which was, it was like, we would leave for practice at like 7am and get back at like noon. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> but, uh, 
but I mean, it was like, you know, at least we had a pool. Um, mm. And so we were doing that for a little while. And that was kind of in that zone where we didn't know like what was going to happen with the games. Um, and it yeah. seemed like every day there was like a different rumor, like the the Dick Pound guy with, with the best name ever was coming out right. and saying like, <laughs> you know, there's, they're, they're never going to postpone, it's just cancel or go. And so we were yeah. like, well, that's scary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I think that for me, like that was the most stressful time um, just because you know, we were still kind of in the zone where we had to prepare as if we had like the biggest meet of our life in three months at trials. Um, but like, obviously training was not ideal. Um, and so like, for me, at least like, you know, it was disappointing when the games got postponed, but it was also like a little bit of a relief because I was kind of like, okay, like, you know, we'll get through this and then hopefully have like a more normal, like training cycle leading up to trials now, um, which, you know, may or may not be true, but we'll see. Um, and so then after that, I went home for a little while and took some time off, um, like two weeks out of the water. Um, and where's home for you? Um, Bethesda, Maryland for outside of DC. Okay. Um, and like naively, like I, I thought like, you know, I'll go home for two weeks and then I'll come back and like, everything's going to be back (laughs) open again. Like we're going to be past it. It's Uh, like a holiday break. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was like, this is my break, I guess. Um, (laughs) But I ended up being home for like seven weeks, which is kind of like, I think what a lot happened with a lot of people where it was like, you know, I went home and then there was not really like a reason to come back because we didn't have a pool down here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually ended up getting like, like a family friend um, had like a 17, had like a 17 yard pool in his basement. Um, and so for like five, like an weeks, indoor pool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like for five weeks I was training in like a 17 yard pool in the basement. Um and it was like, it was something. I mean, it was, you know, like looking back on it, like it really sucked. But at the time I was just happy to have water. Um, but I was doing like, you know, five to six K in like a 17 yard pool um, for like five. Holy feet. moly. Um, and then it like mid May, end of May, mm-hmm. um, we got pool time down here in Georgia. Um, and it was like a summer league pool in like the next county over. Um, and that's where we were all the way through like early middle of September. And then that's when we got back into Ramsey. Man. So, so you really didn't have a ton of time out of the water. You were just cranking out yardage in a 17 yard pool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. So were you making up your own sets? Did you have anyone to swim with or was it just all you? Um, so I actually like, basically I figured out about it through, uh, one of the end cap coaches, uh, Phoebe Bacon's coach, um, Tim, like I'm, I'm close with him. He was my sister's coach, like all the way through high school, all that. Um, he's always who I trained with when I would go home. Um, and so I had heard, like, I, you know, I, I think he texted me like the, you know, the week after the games or something. And I had mentioned that I was going home and he had like said something about like the pool. And I was like, Oh no, I'm just going to take some time off and then go back to Georgia. <laughs> like, you know, like not like thinking that it was like going to be this short 10 day trip at home. And then I was going to be gone. Um, and, but so he was like working with Phoebe Bacon there. Um, and then I was going in like after her. So I was swimming like, you know, on my own. Um, but like right after she was and in terms of like who was writing stuff, like I was writing, I would say like I was swimming like five or six times a week. Um, and it was like about 50, 50 between stuff that I wrote and stuff that he wrote. Um, 
you know, and, and I tried to like, I was like staying in touch with Jack, obviously, um, and kind of like getting his input on what he thought I should be doing. Um, but I was just trying to follow kind of like our normal weekly pattern at Georgia um, to like keep it as normal as it could be for a 17 yard pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, okay. I want to put a little bit of context into this. So le- le- leading into the 2020 Olympic games before COVID started, you thought you were going to retire after that. Is, is that correct? Yeah. I mean like, so yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, I, I could see myself like training, like do it, like swimming for another year because I was kind of like getting, you know, not like nervous about retiring, but like, I know that I'm going to miss it. Like once, once I'm done, like I know I'm going to miss it. Um, but like that said, I also am really excited for grad school. <laughs> and so like, that's like, you know, I last, last year I applied to grad schools and like, I was, you know, set and I knew where I was going and all that. And so like, that was like, what was going to start in the fall. Um, and so like, if I was going to be swimming, it wasn't going to be like seriously, like it is like right now, like it more would be kind of like to, you know, for the enjoyment and maybe to make a little money on the side. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy that I got another, another year in the sport. So, okay. So, so that's cool. Cause you, you know, I was thinking, in my in my head, it was like, holy moly, you're swimming five six times a week, five to six k in a seventeen year old pool, with like knowing that that you were going to be done, and now you're not. But but again, you gave us some context. You're you're really enjoying it, and and uh, and so that doesn't make it that that grind seem as hard as it, as it may have in another circumstance. Yeah, I mean, like you know, I think even before like the games got postponed like in my in my mind I was like toying a little bit with the idea of like deferring grad school for another year to keep training um Mm -hmm. but like you know I wasn't sure and that would have been a decision that I made like depending on how the summer went and all that um so like you know that was that was that decision was made for me essentially but I'm, I'm actually like really happy about it because you know I'm I'm loving swimming more than I ever have right now um and so it's just like it's kind of, I guess it's kind of like a blessing in disguise that I've gotten another year in the sport. Yeah. What, why, why? Yeah. Why are you loving it now more than ever? Um, I mean, like, you know, first of all, it's just such a fun group here. Um, you know, like we've got so many people here. It's like such a high quality group. Um, you know, like we're all like, I think we're all like really close and like just have a, a really good time with each other. Um, and that, you know, that just makes it like more fun to go to practice and all of that. Um, you know, I also think that I'm like swimming better than I ever have, um, which, you know, again, it's like, it's easy to love it when you're doing well. Um, <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but, so, I mean, which is like a really stupid thing to say, but it's just so true with swimming. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just like a combination of a lot of things, but it, it's just been, it's just been really great. And like, I think especially like, you know, as like during COVID where it's like, we had a relatively good situation, you know, like we, you know, even in the summer, like I know a lot of people were still struggling for pool time. Um, and it's like, we had like, yeah, they weren't ideal pools, but like we had pool time. Um, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, now that we're back in Ramsey and all that, like, I think it's just like made me more grateful for like what I have here. Um, you know, like the, the couple months where like, we didn't really have it, have it was like, 
you know, that's just made me so much more grateful for like Ramsey, like where it's like a great pool, like great facility or like things like that. Um, and so I think that's probably part of it too. Um, is that just like a, you don't know what you got till it's gone type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, that Georgia postgrad group is huge and, uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure, you know, a lot of personalities and I'm sure it's a really fun group to train with. Um, on that note, you know, many of them are at ISL right now. Some of them, I don't, maybe some of them have gone home. I feel like 90% of them are on the condors, so maybe they haven't, but, uh, you know, some of them obviously getting ready for that finale. Um, you swam in the ISL last year. You made the decision not to this year. Um, as we talked about before on the pod for, for a myriad of reasons, um, you know, take us through some of the reasons why you decided to opt out of season two. Yeah. Um, you know, I think like, like you said, it was a combination of things. Um, you know, one of the big ones just being like, you know, health and safety. Um, I I just was, I'm still just like a little wary of travel. Um, and like, I know they've done a really good job like with the bubble, but like, I think in some ways you didn't really know whether it was going to be a good job until you were like there and in it. Um, and so like that, that worried me a little bit. Um, you know, I think, also like I just wasn't very good last year like I said to you you know like I don't think that's a secret like I just like didn't perform well um which is like never never fun and and you know I also don't think that it necessarily was like the most helpful for my long course training which is really what I you know care about the most like I care about making the Olympic team and like meddling at the games next summer um and so like this year like especially because I got kind of this extra year in swimming, like I really wanted to just focus on that and being as good as I could be long course. Um, so especially once it was like a, a really long, like bubble situation, like I was just so happy to be able to stay here and, and focus on like this training block. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, like, like I said, a combination of things, but Ultimately, I just think that focusing on long course this year and, and staying in the States was, was better for me. Yeah. So the last, I'm sorry, 2019, um, you know, you went to world championships, uh, you went to best times there and then you did the world cups and, you know, you went the, you, you went to best times there too. Um, what, what do you think about the format specific, you know, you, you, you mentioned, the ISL format of just race, race, race didn't really, that didn't work for you or your type of yeah. training. Why do you think that is, even though, you know, you, you were able to come off world champs and then, and then do the world cups and have success there. Yeah. So I think that that's because I'm just such a big rest swimmer. Um, you know, like I'm someone where like, I'm going to train hard in season and get broken down and like not be very good in season. And in order to like, have a big rest and then go fast at the end of the year. Um, you know, I think that that's obvious from some of my pro swim performances, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's like, I'm never one who's like lighting it up at pro swims. I'm more kind of surviving through them. And it's like, you know, like I, I think the fastest I've ever been in a pro swim is like two ten once I've been to 11, like maybe twice. Um, but like, you know, average pro swim for me is like two thirteen to two fifteen, And then like I'm a two Oh seven breaststroker. Um, so it's just like, for me, like I need to have like rested legs to be going fast. Um, and so like, 
that's not going to come like when we're racing in season, um, you know, and, and I think that the kind of the difference between like the world cups versus like ISL is like the world cups were right after like a taper. And I basically just like maintained taper um, all the way through. And so like, that's, that's like a, a much different thing than basically it's ended racing like three times in an hour and a half, um, like in October, you know? <laughs> so it's just, yeah. I mean, it's just like, I, I'm happy that I'm not a hundred freestyler and I can just do my like one event a session um, all the way, th all the way through. Uh, I don't know how like Chase and Jay do like, you know, two fly, two back, four I am in like one day. <laughs> just like that would, you would have to wipe me off the pool deck. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think that, 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 that makes total sense. Um, and do you, did you enjoy, you know, Obviously, you said you didn't have a ton of fun racing. Did you enjoy the ISL as you know as a concept or just as as being there as an athlete? Yeah, I mean, it's you know it's cool what they're trying to do. Um, like, I don't want to like badmouth the ISL at all, um, but I, I do think that I had like <laughs> like I think that the most fun that I had at ISL was like outside of the meets. You know what I mean? It was like really just like hanging out with my friends there, um, which is like not you know like that's that's a sign that I shouldn't be doing it. You know. Um, and like, I, I totally understand why some people really love it, but it's just like, you know, for me, like I, I care more about long course. Like I'd rather have, you know, a, a multi-day meet where I can focus on like my one event and try and be as fast as I can in that one event instead of like, you know, trying to race three times in an, in an hour and a half. Um, you know, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I, I, like I said, I get why some people love it, but it's just not, it's not for me and it's, you know, it's not the, the swimming event that I care the most about. Totally makes sense. And that, yeah. <clears throat> I do think that it's and really no. good for spectators though. I understand why like, you know, swim fans would like it. Um, because like, you know, like I'm in addition to being a swimmer, I am a swim fan and it's like <laughs> watching like a world can like really, really just be so boring. Like it's <laughs> so much dead time in between. Um, and it's like, obviously when you're there, like you don't notice it because you're just preparing for your race and then warming down. So it's like, you know, you're kind of on your own timeline and not paying attention. But like when you're watching that stuff on TV, it's like, there's so many commercials and just stuff like that. So I do see why if you're, uh, you know, just a, a swimming viewer, then the ISO would be really great. Um, which, you know, is like anything to get this more eyes on the sport I'm, I'm for. Totally. And so have you, have you always been that swim fan? I mean, we, we, you know, I, I remember San Antonio, 2015 nationals, you went 59 and everyone was like, who is this guy? Um, and you know, that's kind of when you burst onto the scene, made, made the national team. Um, but have, were, were you, I think you were a junior in college then a sophomore in college then. Um, yeah, I did my junior year. Okay. We're, were you always a swim fan growing up or, or when would you say you, you really became that fan? Uh, I mean, like, you know, like I've always like, I mean, I, I started swimming summer league when I was like really young and, and did that every summer and like around DC summer league is just crazy. Um, so like, I've always, you know, like watched swimming or whatever and like watched swimming in the Olympics and that sort of thing. Um, mm. But like, I never thought that I was going to like, if you would ask me when I was like, you know, 10, 12, like what sport are you going to play in college? I would have said lacrosse. Um, like I never like 
you know, it was like swimming was fun and what I did in the summer, but it wasn't like my sport. Um, and like, even in high school, like I, you know, like I, I probably would say that I cared more about water polo than swimming, even through high school. Um, you know, so it wasn't really until like, until I got to Emory where I like focused on swimming. Um, and that was when I guess like I, you know, just kind of started to like the sport more and, and learn more about it, you know? Did did were you recruited by Emory? How how did you end up there? <laughs> I was anti-recruited by Emory. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like so <laughs> my college decision was like very, very lax and like easily could have ended up with me not swimming at all. Um <laughs> so I was like looking at schools like, you know, my junior year of high school or whatever, and like went on like a you know college visiting road trip with my mom or whatever like that. Um, and looked at like a bunch of places and basically hated all of them and then saw Emory and was like, Oh, this place is pretty cool. I guess I'll apply early. <laughs> um, and so that's what I did. And, uh, basically when I met with John, like when I was visiting, like he was like, you know, <laughs> gave me like the, no, you gotta get faster thing. Um, and then my senior year, like I got like a little bit faster. Um, but like really uh tim kelly like the end cap coach and like my high school coach basically had to like argue me onto the team um but like i was already going so it was like i was like i'm going to emory like i want to swim like please let me um, <laughs> so yeah so no i was i was not recruited um if anything i was i was told to go away which i don't ever let john live down <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so you were anti-recruited to Emory, you, you, you finally made it on the team. And so, I mean, like you said, swimming wasn't really a focus. What did, did you just like the idea of swimming in college or what, you know, what, what finally kind of started the wheels turning of like, okay, I'm going to Emory. I, I really want to swim here. Yeah. So I think, you know, like I said, like I kind of was more focused on water polo if anything in high school. Um, but like, I still cared about swimming. Um, and like, I always thought that I could be a lot better. Like I just, hadn't ever really like dedicated myself to it. And like, I knew that I hadn't dedicated myself to it because my older sister swam like with NCAP and like, you know, went, went to Northwestern and like all that. Like, so she was like a D one swimmer. Like, I'm, and so like, I saw what like dedication looked like. And I was like, made the conscious decision. Like, no, I don't want to do that. That looks terrible. <laughs> um, so like, I, you know, I, I figured that I could be a lot better if I actually like you know, put my mind to it. Um, so that was part of it. I think also like, you know, coming from the East coast, it's like really, really hard to get recruited for water polo. Um, and like, I just wasn't, you know, I just wasn't good enough. Um, and like to play somewhere where I would want to play, um, you know, and, and the schools that I was kind of looking at were like, not like, didn't have water polo or like, you know, it just wasn't, you know, something I would do. Um, and so I would say like, you know, my, you know, my June, like end of my junior, like after my junior season was when I was kind of like, all right, like, I think like if I'm going to do a sport in college, it's probably gonna be swimming. Um, and like, honestly, like I, I still wasn't even sure that I wanted to do to do it, but I, I kind of was like, if I don't do it, I think I'm going to regret not trying it. And it's like, I can always quit. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you can't quit. So I was like, if I hate it, like I'll just stop. Um, <laughs> And so that's like really kind of why I did it. I was like, you know, I want to, and I like, I, I think that I can be a lot better and I've never really, you know, 
put myself into this. So like, I, I want to try and see what happens. And then, you know, obviously it went well. <laughs> <laughs> obviously it went fairly well. Um, <laughs> did, so, you know, I, I, I would like to just touch on that 2015 nationals heading into that nationals. What was your best time? And, and what did you think you were going to do there? Um, so going in, my best time was like one one high. Um, but that was from like a meet at that pool, like earlier in the summer. Um, like, cause I was training at Texas that summer. It was like, we went down there for like a random meet, like, you know, like a, at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I went best time. Um, so like, I think like that summer, I'm, I, you know, my goal was to be under a minute. Um, like I thought that I could be under a minute. Like I, you know, like I'd been 51 seven short course that like that spring. And like, you know, I knew that I, like, I've, I've, I've always thought that I would be a better long course swimmer just because like my pullouts kind of suck. Um, and, and like, I'm, you know, like I'm better on, like I'm better on top of the water. Um, like that's where I make up ground on people. Like that's what I like, like the part of the stroke that I like swimming. Um, so, you know, obviously that, translates to long course um and so yeah so like that summer like i, I really thought that i could be sub 60 um but you know I, I didn't really know how far under i'd be or any of that um so yeah so that's like what i was hoping to do but and and then you know going back to when you said you know you're 10 or 12 um swimming in college wasn't even on your radar but now you know you have this very accomplishable, very, um, you know, direct goal of making the Olympic team. When did, I mean, was that the turning point of like, okay, I want to make an Olympic team or did that kind of start even before those nationals? So I think like, so my sister swam at trials in 2012. Um, okay. and like, you know, after like my freshman year and especially after my freshman summer, like I dropped enough time and I was like, I want to swim at trials in 2020 or 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and, and like, I was like, Oh, that's going to be so great. Like I'll, you know, I'll do like what Johnny did and like, you know, what a great way to cap off my career. Um, and so like, you know, from there I was like, I want to swim at trials. Then the summer after my sophomore year, um, I like, you know, went fast like I got my trials cut and so like I knew that I was going to be there and so like I would say during my junior year especially as I was like really dropping time that year that was where I kind of went from like like oh like I don't want to just like swim at trials like I want to get like a second swim and like a third swim at trials and like but I still I still don't know that I was necessarily being like I want to make the Olympic team like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um and so like that's I, I think like you know over kind of like that summer, like I was, was when I was like, all right, like I want to get like a third swim at trials. And then like, you know, obviously after I went 59, six, I was like, like, Oh, like, <laughs> like I can definitely, like, it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, I guess like kind of earlier in that summer, you know, you have your dream where you're like, Oh, maybe if I have like the perfect swim, like I could sneak on, but then it was, it was suddenly like, no, like I like can make this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was like a real a real turning point. I don't know. It happened. It happened quickly. I would say like the transition from kind of like oh, like I want to have a good meet to like no, I want to make the team. Yeah, I'm. I mean, it's 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 pretty wild how one swim can do that. But you know, it's like yeah. that's 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 kind of how it goes. It or at least again from the outside looking in, it's like you know we we 
we have we have people that are you know 101s and then they all of a sudden they go 59.5 and we at swim swim we're like okay that guy could make the team yeah it's like you know the other thing too is that like the way that we we pick a team is like you know it's who's on it like for that you know 59 seconds on that one night you know so like it's like even you know even people who come into like trials without breaking a minute like you know it's like if it's their day it's their day um so yeah i I mean it's it's a wild sport for that reason but it also makes it fun and entertaining (laughs) yeah did did you go watch your sister at 2012 no i just okay so you so you didn't you had never been to a trials before no was 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 that a shot i mean especially for (laughs) swimming the first two days was that a pretty jarring experience (laughs) yeah i think like (laughs) you know like a lot of people had said like i'd heard and kind of like a lot of people had said like oh everyone does like way better at their second and third trials and i was like oh like i wonder why and then i got there and i (laughs) was like I know why. <laughs> so like, yeah, I mean, it's just such a different meet than like anything else. Um, and like, <laughs> I was just not mentally prepared for it. Um, like looking back, like, it's just like, I was not at all mentally prepared for it. And so I think that gives me like so much more confidence this time around. Um, because like, I know what I'm getting into. Like, I know how to deal with it and, and that sort of thing. Whereas like in 16, like I was kind of just like freaking out the entire time. So <laughs> I, to, 2016 was my first trials working. Um, yeah. I had been in 2012 to, to watch my brother race. And um, yeah, I, I was in the same, you know, I didn't even race. I was just working, but I was in the same boat. It's just seven days of freaking out and being like, oh my God, um, yeah. the tension's palpable. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Um, yeah. So it's like that, that warm up pool room is like <laughs> the weirdest, like, I mean, like for, I guess for those who don't know, it's like, they literally put a, a, a temporary pool in a convention center. So it's just like a room in a convention center with no windows, no audio, just like a pool. And then all these swimmers. And like that room is like the combination of like every possible emotion on the spectrum and like all of them are like turned up to 11. Uh, so it's like, you know, you're like these people who like haven't swum in a year and are just like there to be like, like for fun because they got their trials got like their senior year and then, you know, have been working for a year. Um, like you've got like kids who are like 15 or just like so happy to be there. Like, you know, you've got people who like, you know, wanted to have a good swim, but didn't like, you've got people who like are making the Olympic team. And then you have like people like me where I was like, you know, as low as you could possibly go after missing it. So it's just, it's a, it's a wild, wild place. Um, but like I said, like, it's just, I don't know, it's hard to even explain like, but it's so obvious why people do better at like, you know, their second, third trials. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so let's, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about your emotional growth. You know, we kind of went through your swimming. So, <clears throat> you know, you, you trained at Texas for a year or for, sorry, for a summer, you went that 59, you made the decision to redshirt train at Texas for a year leading into 16 trials. You went back to Emory for a year and then, and then you went to Texas, um, after going pro what, you know, emotionally or just like kind of savvy wise, what do you feel like you gained? 
especially from that gap year, um, just being around those Texas pros, those guys who, who were, were training it at that same elite level who were going for the same goal. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I learned like so, so much in that year. Um, I mean, it's like, you know, obviously where I was, you know, like Emory's like an awesome, awesome program. And like, I would never say anything bad about, about it as a program. Like it's, it's incredible. Um, but like, it's just a different environment than, than Texas, obviously. Um, you know, and so like, I was so new to this like level of training and like level of focus, you know, like just like what people are focusing on and kind of like, not, not, not like that people at Emory aren't focused. I just mean, it's like, you know, the focus there is like D3 Nats, whereas like the focus at Texas is like, okay, we have NCAAs, but like, we also have Olympic trials and the Olympics. And it's like, you know, it was, it, it's like, not like just make the Olympics. It's like, you know, do that and then medal at the Olympics. Um, and so it's just, like I said, it's just like a different level, I guess. Um, and I don't know. So like looking, I guess like watching, you know, some of those guys who were, who were used to it and just like the way that they approach things every day, um, was like, you know, great to learn from, um, you know, like the standards that they held themselves to, um, just like every day in practice and things like that. Um, I also think that like, I learned a lot by just like making mistakes. Um, you know, I think like, when I look back on like that here, there was like so much stuff that I did wrong that like wasn't mentally preparing me for trials. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was like, I, I think, you know, I had the right ideas, but just like the way that I implemented things was like really, really stupid. So like, you know, having balance in my life um, is, is really important for me. And I like didn't realize it until that year, basically. Um, so like, you know, like school was like, like being in school was, was beneficial to my swimming. Like it didn't take away from it. Like it was beneficial because like that year when I was off, it was like, I basically was doing nothing except for focusing on swimming, which is like, you know, you think like, Oh, that's so great. Like you can just focus on swimming. But like that meant that if I had a bad practice, like in the afternoon, I would like go home and just like stew for four hours and then go to bed, <laughs> which is like so, so unhealthy. <laughs> like I had nothing to distract myself from it. Um, so I think just like stuff like that, um, you know, mistakes like that were, you know, really, really valuable lessons to learn that like, you know, I, it would be great if I didn't have to learn those lessons through mistakes, but like, I, I really think that was like the only way that I was going to learn them. Um, and so like, that was, you know, really valuable for my swimming the next, you know, four or five years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, like you said, it'd be great if we didn't have to learn through mistakes, but I think ultimately that's, that is the best way that you learn lessons for yourself, right? You have to experience it and do it wrong and say, oh, this is actually how you do that. Um, yeah. And so, you know, and so then you made the move to Georgia um, after I you, you can fill in the blank, but after X amount of time of being a pro and being down at Texas, um, and you've been at Georgia now for a while. And, you know, again, what do you feel like you have gained that, 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 that you weren't gaining at Texas that you didn't gain at Texas, um, you know, or just being in a new environment, what do you feel like you've taken away from, from being in Athens so far? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that like, kind of, you know, for me, like if I, like when I'm doing something new, it's like always going to be a little difficult just because you're not, it's not what you're used to. Um, mm -hmm. 
And I think that that stimulus like always helps me. You know, I think that I saw that benefit when I went from Emory to Texas. I think that I saw that benefit when I went from Texas to Georgia. Um, and so like that, you know, that obviously was great. I mean, I think, um, you know, the pro group here is great. Um, like it's another like really, really close group. Like I, you know, I love the guys at Texas. I love the people, the guys here. It's just, I don't know, like I've been so lucky with who I've gotten to train with and train around. Um, I think that like, it's hard to understate how good like Nick has been for my swimming. Um, like he's just such an unbelievable training partner. Um, like he's, he's always on, like he's so, so good in training. Like he works so hard. Um, and it's like, he's one of those people that just like makes you want to get the best out of yourself. Um, which is like, I don't know. It's like a, having like a really good training partner is so, so nice. Um, and like, you know, obviously I had that at Texas too. Like Lacone was great, but like he tended to do a little bit more I am. Um, and like, whereas I was doing more breaststroke or he was doing more kind of like upper mid D stuff. And I was doing more like lower mid D sprint type stuff. So it was like, we would cross over, but like not as much as me and Nick, where it's like, we basically do like every single workout together. Um, so, yeah. So like, that's just been like, so, so great. Um, and has, has really helped me. And like, I, you know, it's just been, it's just been awesome. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, that's, that's like in the pool side of things. And then, you know, out of the pool, like what I've learned, like, I think that when I like moved to Georgia, I was kind of like, I kind of like tried to reevaluate like what I had been doing for like the last like couple of years um, and just see what I could, you know, do better or do differently. And I think one of the things that I could do better was just take advantage of like all the resources that like USA swimming gives us. Um, so like, you know, I started, you know, working with Alicia, the nutritionist, um, like I started working with a sports psych, like all of that type of stuff. Um, like I really just like dove into, um, because I was kind of like, you know, if I'm going to do this like seriously for these next two years, like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to like feel like I haven't done everything. Um, and so I think that like all of those kind of combined, it was like a lot of like a lot of little things added up to like, you know, a, a bigger thing. Yeah. Uh, one thing. So, you know, again, you mentioned that while you were at Texas, you, you realized that balance is important, you know, school adds to, uh, to the swim or improves it. You, you know, you haven't been in school for a while now. How, how did, how have you been able to find that balance? Yeah. So I actually was, I actually started grad school, um, the year that I was oh. pro Texas. Um, but like, you know, I, I, in my head, I was like, Oh, like it's this perfect timing. Like I've got a couple few more years of swimming. Like I'll just knock out grad school while I'm doing that. Like, that's <laughs> um, which like sounds really great and like looks good on paper, but it's just like, a, it's, it's a lot. Um, so like in the fall, like I was a, you know, a full-time student in addition to being full-time pro swimming and like, I could do everything, but like, I didn't have like any time to myself. Like, I think that I like didn't open Netflix for like the entire semester. Like it was just like, you know, wake up, go to morning practice, like grab coffee, go to classes, go lift, go to afternoon practice, go to my cubicle, do work, go to bed. Um, and it was like, that was like the entire fall. Um, and so it was like, I was just like miserable. Um, you know, like mental health wise, like it was just so bad for me. Um, 
because like it was just too like I, I was just spread too thin um and then in the spring I dropped down to two courses which was like you know way more manageable and like you know really good and I think I had a pretty good spring actually like that you know that spring was when I had that meeting at like the pro we did the pro swim in Atlanta that we rested for and I was like you know 59.1 and like 208.6 or something like that um and so like that was like you know going a lot better but um, that was like the same time when I decided that I wanted like a, a switch in training. Um, and so, you know, ended up like, you know, putting off grad school. Um, and like, I also kind of, you know, like the, the program that I was in at Texas was great, but it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. And I felt like I was like compromising that for swimming. And then also, it, it, you know, so I was like, well, I'm just going to focus on swimming and then focus on grad school. Um, so I can apply to like some more places. So, that said, like, you know, my time in grad school did show me some places where I'm like weak <laughs> in like certain subjects or things like that. Or like, you know, maybe there was something that's not worth taking an entire class on, but like, I want to be familiar with. Um, and so I've just been trying to do some stuff on my own. Um, to like, like, like you said, like provide that balance. Um, so just like read through like a textbook or like watch some, some lectures online, something like that. So it's, you know, not, stressful not intensive but it like gives me something to like distract myself um from swimming almost um and also like is is going to help me stay sharp and prepare me for when i go back to being like a real person in the year <laughs> uh what is it that you are interested in or plan on studying in grad school um so i'm going to oxford um and i'm the programs in math modeling and scientific computing that was a mouthful uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's like you say it and someone's asleep by the end of the time. You say it. <laughs> um, you're going to Ox in, in, in England. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> how did, so how did you end up there and what, what do you, how did you end up in that field of study? What do you, you know, what do you do with that? What do you want to do with it moving forward? Um, so I was a math and physics double major, uh, undergrad, um, and like, you know, really like the applied math side of things. Um, and so I knew that I wanted to do something like in that field, uh, for grad school, the, uh, the program that I started at Texas was computational science, engineering, and math. Again, another mouthful. Okay. <laughs> uh, they love these like really, really long titles. Um, and so that one was maybe like a little bit more. And it's like interdisciplinary uh, between like engineering and math, basically. But it was a little more engineering heavy than I wanted, um, which I didn't really know until I was kind of like doing it. Um, and so like the Oxford one is a little bit more math heavy. Uh, in terms of how I ended up there, uh, the, like I was deciding between there and like one other place um, and ended up picking Oxford just because I'm really interested in like Formula One engineering and Formula One like modeling stuff like that and like just geographically oxford's like in the team's backyard um and so there's just like you know more networking opportunities things like that um also just you know i was like i was born in london um i've always wanted to like go back for an extended period of time so it's like you know i think outside the classroom it's going to be like a, a really great experience and like you know i'm going to learn a lot culturally in addition to in the classroom um so yeah i mean it was it was a lot of different things but i'm, I'm super excited that's freaking cool 
<laughs> you're going to go to England and study race cars. That's the, that's how I'm going to phrase it. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. We'll just say that. <laughs> Better than saying math modeling and scientific. <laughs> uh, that that's awesome. Um, nice. So you so you've, you've you've got you've got the feature. You're you've got a plan moving forward, which is nice. Um, to so so to wrap things up, I don't want to keep you too much longer. Um. Let's talk about the just the next few months uh, of yep. the future. You know, there's no meets planned. There, you know, who who knows what the next few months look like. What are you looking forward to? Do you have like short term goals? You know, obviously everyone's looking at trials, um, but you know, what do you, what are you thinking about in the next few months? What's kind of your focus or your your uh, you know short term goals? Yeah. Um... You know, so, so there's, I think there's like a pro swim on the calendar in January. Um, who knows if it's going to happen or not. Um, I mean, it, it just depends on, you know, how things are going COVID wise in terms of like cases of like, whether they start going down or keep going up or what. Um, so obviously that's like up in the air. I think, you know, in the immediate future, um, I took like a, a, a good bit of rest for US Open. Um, so it's just kind of like getting back into the swing of things. Um, you know, this week I've like really, really ramped up again. Um, but, and it's, it's been, it's been pretty painful, but like, I also think, you know, like even just after like, you know, four or five days, like I'm, I'm already feeling like a lot, a lot better. So I don't feel like I lost that much with, with taking some rest. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think, you know, just getting ready for what's probably going to be a, a really tough, you know, end of November and December, um, in terms of training, like, I think that we're really going to get in a good block. Um, now the ISL people are coming back. Um, I think like, you know, Jack's really going to like hit us pretty hard. Um, so I think mentally preparing for that. I also think that like, what, like us open really showed me is like how important racing is in terms of my training. If that makes sense. Um, like, I don't think that I realized that until now, but it's like, I think like, just like, you know, if you didn't lift, like you could be in really good shape and swim fast, but like, you're still missing this piece of your training. Like, I think that that's kind of like, for me, it's like the same as racing. Um, so it's like, I was training really well, like all of that. And like, I could go fast, but you know, I was still missing that like piece of my training. So I think trying to find a way to make sure that I'm doing race stuff, um, even if there aren't meets is going to be like, you know, one of my focuses over the next couple months. Um, you know, especially if stuff like it, like if, if, if January gets canceled, then it's like, I'm probably really going to push Jack for us to do like a faux pro swim where like, you know, I'll swim, you know, twice a day at the end of the week, three times, you know, something like that. I don't know. I just think that like, we need to be willing to be creative and flexible if stuff gets canceled, but it's like, man, I cannot go like another eight months without racing. Um, and like, I don't, you know, I really don't want to get to, to trials and feel like I haven't done enough, like actual meat practice type stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, obviously Greensboro is fresh, so I have a little more like reflecting and, and stuff to do, but I guess that's the immediate future, but first Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> first Thanksgiving. Well, um, Andrew, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and talk with me for a little bit. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me on.
You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.